Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you for joining us. Joining me today is CJ Gibson. What's up? Fran Mirabella. Hey, Guardians. Sean Finnegan. Hello. We let him talk today. <laughs> Thank you. This is a new intro. <laughs> On today's show, we're going to be talking about our reactions to the reveal now that we've had some time to let it all sink in. We're going to talk about some follow-ups to the news that came out of that event, and we're going to talk about changes coming to Destiny 2. Let's get right into it. CJ, you were there. I was Fran, there. Fran, you were there. Yeah, I was. Sean, you were was not. not there. You were not there. What was it like watching back home? I mean, it was cool because we make a really big production of these reveals here, and so we took our we took a lot of time to do a great pre and post show that Damon and Jose hosted. There was a lot mm -hmm. of great analysis and a great reaction content. And then sitting here and watching it with the people in the control room, like uh, Duggan and Alexio and uh, Jose and Damon out here on the stage, like it was just it was it was nice to like sit back and kind of be a fan. It was cool. Was anybody getting hyped? Yeah, I mean, I was. You were? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sitting, I was, you know, Duggan himself is a fan, but didn't play too much of the first one because he's a PC guy, but I was sitting there that like... That BNN is. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. that BNN yeah. is yeah. he was wigging out about, but even just during that intro cinematic leading into the gameplay demo, I was like smiling ear to ear. It was just everything yeah. I kind of wanted to see. Yeah, I don't know if we got a chance to talk about that in, uh, on our reveal and review, the after show mm -hmm. that we did uh, late at night. Um, Go.IGN.com slash Destiny2Live. <laughs> there you, you go. You can watch all good. of our content from we were, the reveal. Yeah. We were yeah. tired. It was We fun. did, yeah. So Sean produced that pre and post show, as we called it, around the press conference in the morning. We followed up at 8 p.m. Pacific time with this, like, man, we barely made it in that room alive. <laughs> but we did it, and we were alive for about 90 minutes just reacting. But I was trying to remember, I don't know if we talked about, called the sensation of when we first saw it uh, and I, I was resonating from what you just said Sean I was like I when I saw like Zavala like like wake oh, up and that, like, that cinematic just, was fantastic I totally so I, I, just when I did it I got like goosebumps I like that's what we want to see is that like cinematic yeah. power and man like I'm stoked to see more of those scenes and that's what I just keep saying man I'm, I'm, like, I'm afraid there's not enough of them now because they're so mm -hmm. good dude mm -hmm. it did that fantastic thing that you're supposed to do in filmmaking show don't tell don't yes. tell me how ghosts work in the grimoire show how they yeah. work and they did that with Zavala oh ghosts revive people oh all the ghosts are gone that's going to be a big deal for Destiny 2 and I think uh, anybody can understand that yeah seen I thought it, yeah like just that it was so easy to describe now like we fight we die we live again yeah like oh yeah that is how it works like <laughs> Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it was done in like three seconds. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's funny that I was talking to people about the story. And like, even though I know a lot more, like just again, that cinematic where it was like, yeah, there's this big dude up in the sky that has all this power and this light. And like, he, an re yeah, the traveler, obviously. <laughs> but uh, meaning it just like, it's pretty simple to understand now the way they've broken it down. And there's mm -hmm. like these three amazing, you know, vanguards around you that are, have these superpowers that, you know, you probably can gain, right? That you're seeing in it. And, I don't know. I feel like they're doing a really good job with, like, it's easy to understand and it looks really cool. So now that it's settled, CJ, for you, how do you feel about the reveal of Destiny 2? Are you still as excited for it as Super you were at the excited. event? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. just even that moment after you realize you're in the tower fighting, watching that ship come up and do whatever it's doing to the Traveler, and you're just like, uh-oh, <laughs> this isn't good. And, like, the six, like, prongs come out, and it's like, is the Traveler dying? Is it going to yeah. get split in half? They're trying to get the light. They're trying to, like, Gary. Yeah, to like, take the light. <laughs> yeah, so you have to take out Gary. But, yeah, that kind of stuff still resonates with me. I do get emotional thinking about it. I don't know. It happens to me every time. They're supers, watching them activate themselves for the first time, seeing Cade as a 
the golden gun and Zavala with the orb there holding people back. I thought they did a really good job at emotionally connecting with people. When you've heard just about stories the whole time, you haven't seen it. That was, it's still, yeah, thinking about it was awesome. Yeah, I really liked it. Definitely. The gameplay is great. I did talk about my concern uh, with bringing in new players that Bungie might face. I talked about that on Unlocked. You can check that out, youtube.com slash Unlocked. For us, we're stoked. We're in. Yeah. We played it. For people who aren't as familiar. I haven't played it. Yeah. <laughs> you saw it, though. But yeah, Duggan, that's what I'm wondering. So you were with Duggan yeah. now. He's obviously wanting to get into it. What was his reaction like? Because I was wondering if he felt a, a connection with it. Yeah, I mean, he enjoyed it. He thinks it looks really cool. But truth be told, like, he's always thought that. Mm -hmm, it's right. just that he really, really wants to play on PC because why wouldn't you want to play on PC, uh, the platform? being what it is right yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i think he's he's exactly the people that we were talking about before the reveal of like there's all these people that would have played on if, pc if they just yeah. did this and it looks amazing and then hey as it turns out it runs really awesome and it looks great mm -hmm. um so yeah I, I know that he's excited to get in there yeah i mean he he's super stoked to get on the game and that again the blizzard news like when they cut to a package like we have a very special guest like we were all initially yeah. he goes gaben Gaben, Gaben. I was like, wait, is it going to be Gaben? And then That's he was like, and then the they cut to the package. And he goes, wait, Mike Morheim. Wait, oh my god! And then like, that was his reaction. Like, the and I don't know if people who aren't uh, PC people understand kind of the gravity of that announcement. It's the first non-Blizzard game to be on Battle.net. It's yeah. a big deal. And not only not only that that is big news in and of itself, but just look at who you're talking about, right? Like Blizzard is a, a, a top tier PC developer with a legacy of multiplayer games and strong multiplayer focused communities that goes way back into the early, like into the early nineties when yeah. Battle.net was invented. So like for a company like that to come in and be like, we believe in destiny and not just saying that, but to show it by putting this game on their platform, it's a, it's a big show of like, we believe in it in a really great way. And that's really exciting for PC people. That or they get a really big rev share paycheck cut. Well, no, that but I too. Do. But you don't put that in the promo <laughs> material. Yeah. Meaning I think they'll obviously <laughs> share in some of the success, but uh, I, I could. It seems like a very good match for but the also, Overwatch community, right? Like The business, like, that, it's already weird because you say, like, they might be sharing, right? But they're already kind of doing that since Activision Blizzard yeah. is the parent mm -hmm. company of both Activision and Blizzard. So they're already, in a way, kind of sharing these right. things. It's but like weird. any business runs, it actually, you do look at how is Blizzard running, how is Activision top level, uh, et cetera. You look at each individual part of the business and all that rolls up. Anyway, I don't mean that as a, a, a mean comment or anything, but, like, that's part of it. I think Blizzard now gets to share the success but the silver lining is they should be very motivated to share their ideas to make sure it works and like that's obviously why it's a good thing in the end mm -hmm. um but yeah just thinking about that what clicked with me immediately was like i think they're gonna have like special promotions to get overwatch yeah. players to come over they're gonna have For special sure. events and like i think that's where it's gonna be really interesting if oh you my God, what, if, what if there's a guardian in overwatch <laughs> Oh yeah, a little cross. Like that the would opposite. Be cool. yeah. like, new character, you can play K6. As the, yeah. the Traveler. <laughs> yeah. exactly. I actually think they're going to have like <laughs> the... Uh, or no, like who's the, who's the, orb. Who's the yeah. gunslinger character in Overwatch? What's his name? McCree? McCree. McCree. Oh, yeah, yeah. McCree. What if there's like a K6 skin like for him? Uh, That'd be really yeah, cool. Crossover. Story-wise, yeah. The I mean, that won't could, happen. The Reaper could have a speaker. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> yeah. It would be interesting Rabbit to see if, if you think they would have fun with that in the Destiny universe. So when you look at the story and there's a jack-o'-lantern and an Oryx, you know, paper mask. And, like, if they suddenly have a McCree mask, like, 
Do you think they'd be willing Cross to do lot. that, or they'd be like, "I'll bet you that it's, it's more likely that Destiny does that as opposed to Overwatch." Like, I don't right. see there ever being like a Guardian skin in Overwatch because the Overwatch, yeah, because well, just the way that Blizzard has built the Overwatch universe out, like from the characters mm-hmm. outwards, uh, it doesn't like that would feel very unintuitive for that universe. See, I think the same thing about Destiny. Too like when it's uh, the big Halloween event or whatever. If yeah. they do those in Destiny Two, I still feel like it'd be weird to like have um, like a Pharaoh, you know, mask mm-hmm. or whatever. I yeah. just yeah. it they, just would be weird in the world. We'll see. This is fun. We're supposed to be reacting to the yeah. event though. <laughs> That's all really really <laughs> exciting stuff. Uh, I think for me, obviously, the the best part of the event is that campaign. The campaign yeah. looks absolutely fantastic. Seeing the tower being attacked. Yeah. Zavala being there and you being able to interact and be in a battle with him yeah. helping you. 100%. It's just like, man, that's what we wanted. That and was we're getting super it. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about how that works for a second in the gameplay? Yeah, go ahead. So, you know, when you watch any gameplay demo, it's always interesting because they go in. I actually don't like the way they – there's a traditional way they do it. You know, they, like, go in and there's a pan. Yeah, they, yeah, and then right, the audience event, see, and then yeah. like, you know, like it's why a do camera. You, why do you hate that? So here's what I don't like. It's just anyway, not how this, you play. Not where I'm going into it. Fran would rather teabag no, on the cabal. You were supposed <laughs> to no, look at the ground exactly. and shoot no, 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 it a few times. You are the guardian. Yeah, and your reaction to seeing that would not be. So no problem. It looks nice and it's smooth. Yeah, but meaning, meaning you can't have like camera effects that you're using your first person for. But meaning it would like a little more like call it misdirection and putting that aside though. What I was gonna say is it looks real smooth, right? And they get in that Friends bubble. Cam. He falls back. He hides behind a pillar. He crouches. Yeah. <laughs> he heals up. Reloads. Exactly. Changes his outfit. Runs away. Yeah, my hands are over my face. Yeah. yeah. But no, what I was getting at is the actual gameplay I thought was interesting. When you see Zavala, where he's like, I forget what he says. It's like, uh, they're coming at us again, you know, get, you get with me or whatever. Yeah. So when they did the demo, like I sort of, I don't know, I didn't think about it yet. But when I actually played it, you're there the first time, conveniently, however it works, you happen to be in the right spot, I think. Um, but you might not be. And what happened, he pulls that bubble open another time or two during that encounter yeah. that we saw. But, like, I wasn't in it for one of them. I didn't realize what was going on. Obviously, I was processing yeah, so Really? Violence. I'm surprised. But he does, yeah. <laughs> Do you really he die does, if you don't get in the yes. bubble? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. So he, yeah. you die if you don't get in the bubble. But he does clearly. He's like, he yells at you. He's like, get back in here, sort of. Um, so not so only does he communicate that game, you're supposed to be shut there. Up. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> he communicates you're supposed to be there multiple times. Fran, you're going to die there's if a, you don't do this. There's ah. a large glowing orb that seems to be <laughs> protecting us. Your back. Of people. I wish you could save no, that gameplay. But the gameplay demo was awesome. I was just like, it's funny how some of those highly scripted moments, the point I'm trying to make is you really got to know where they're at and pay attention and follow the cues. Or you miss that sometimes. Yeah. I mean, when stuff lands and crashes, like I almost missed um, – the I think it was the Nova bomb that um, Akora, uh, right? Akora threw down and mm-hmm. like you At know the ship that's you, so cool yeah that's yeah. the best part you gotta follow the action as the player yeah uh, the speakers are either dead or kidnapped we yeah. don't really know what happened there and uh, that's really really intriguing to me to see what what they're gonna do Cryptarch where's the Cryptarch he's also some, some people thought they saw him in uh, the village where I you're gonna go that. where Hawthorne is yeah in the so, back yeah. getting ramen. I mean, overall, I think that I think that what surprised me the most was that the cinematics, the cinematic feel of the cinematics, led into the gameplay in a really organic way. Yes. Like Destiny's cinematics have always been really cool and really cinematic, and they tell this great story and have awesome action. But that never really translated to what you're doing in the game. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it does in that first mission. Oh, like yeah. from the moment you land yeah. there, stuff's hitting the fan. Uh, 
you're looking around. There's a lot of stuff Good to save. like a lot of information <laughs> that you're uh, a lot of stimulation information coming from everywhere that you kind of have to process, and mm-hmm. it gives it a very fren- frenetic feel. And then around every corner, Frantic. there's something happening that is really interesting. So like you go from. <laughs> One vanguard to a car array, like yeah. taking out that ship, and then you see K. Oh, it's just so cool, man. Yeah, and it's a good reminder for everyone. The homecoming was one, not the first mission. Uh, it's somewhere into the game. Oh, wow. And secondarily, mm-hmm. yeah, that was in our very long interview. Um, but secondarily, youtube.com slash fireteam chat. It's also like you very you see these vertical slices, as they call them. It's not exactly how it plays out. So where certain things happen, there may be things in between. Yeah, and, like guess what? Yeah. You probably don't start with your new supers. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty confident. Well, well you, you're not sure because yeah, they we could get taken away yeah. after that point. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. Re- yeah. But but I know what you're talking about. The moment, like, because when I played it, yeah, I definitely didn't play it the same way they played it to show it to us. And mm-hmm. again, when they're doing that, I broke my demo. I always break demos. Yeah, and but that's good though. It's yeah. like, but you needed to see in the context, like seeing the Ark Strider and seeing the Sentinel Titan. That's why they do that. But I know what you're saying. No, they when should I jumped that, into it. Should. Yeah, I know what you're saying. When I jumped into it, I played it very differently than, oh hey, when's this guy gonna activate a super? We're just gonna frame this up perfectly. Yeah. Like I again, played it looking perfectly back at it, it, exactly like they did. No, you did not, Destin. I was watching you. <laughs> you died. Yeah. That's okay, but it no, is fun. Yeah, it is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm not oh, knocking. They threw me the, off the ledge. Yeah. The way they do that demo, you you can't confuse the audience. You have to do. It. I just mean it'd be nice if someone figured out how to do a little more. Like that's a frantic yeah. scene, you know. Okay, um, Mr. Director. But I'm kind of a video guy. I know he's a yeah. video guy. I, I, I thought I it, was it was great. Perfect. Yeah, because it was great. When, perfect. When you come when you come into it, you there's a lot of stuff Bungie. happening. It was awesome. I told you, you I needed. got chills. Yeah, you needed that. So why would you ask them to do? I got chills. They should change everything. Exactly. <laughs> I oh, know what I you're saying. When you get behind the controller. <laughs> you said it's perfect and it gave you chills and you're telling them to perfect. change it. <laughs> I'm Sorry. saying that it's 99.9 from your things. All right. I'm going to make it 7. more clear. <laughs> as we direct these gameplay demos from behind the gun, when that you're supposed to be the, the guardian, I would like to see a little more of how they would be looking, not how someone on a stage would be slowly yeah. panning. I get it, I get it. And it's a super minor comment. I, I'm not taking away from what they've seen. <laughs> um, I just had to laugh at how it's like every demo at E3. Wait yes. for them in two weeks. Yeah. That's exactly what they do. When you watch um, it back a second time, I admit, I did feel I mean, that same the thing way. Is, also, it's for the audience. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you needed so you they need can to see. showcase all the gameplay to give people an idea of what it could be. Yeah. You can get a little more video direction in there, and it could be a little cooler. Is all that I'm saying. <laughs> okay, it's awesome. Let's talk about some of the <laughs> there you other go, events. Bungie. So, what got me? What got me the most excited was definitely uh, Steve Cotton. He comes up on stage. He's talking yeah. about the exploration of each world. The map looks huge. Yeah, there's ton to see, ton to go and find, and. Uh, that's really exciting to me, like the new uh, dungeons that you can find and get uh, lost prob- sectors. Lost yeah, sectors. lost sectors. Uh, that kind of stuff is really, really interesting to me. No more going to orbit. You can just yes. pop out your ghost while you're on the ground and go where you need to map go. To map. Yeah. And we didn't get map. to see that though. Do and you have a, a good sense of? You like, pop out your ghost when you're on the ground, and you say, I want to go to the moon. You go straight to the moon. You don't have to go to orbit, then go to the oh, moon. Oh, that, yes. yes. Yeah. What I was getting at is in our interview, they talked about adventures. You know, going mm-hmm. to, That's a certain type of quest. And then there's the Lost Sectors. And they were like, basically saying in the middle of the campaign, you're going to get these like notifications. Yeah. But they described it as- Hawthorne you, needs your help. Go but, get her 14 chickens. Yeah. But what I thought was interesting <laughs> is- Zelda. Please don't be missions like that. <laughs> yeah. Because we haven't seen the game outside of the tower mm-hmm. in gameplay yet. Yeah. So they described it as, like, and I'm thinking back to, like, Mars. They were like, oh, and you'll, like, get this notification, and maybe if I go over there, over that hill. That's not verbatim, but it was something like that. And I'm like, wait, are they saying it might be more like that? Where I'm like, 
on the campaign, but like, could I veer off to some things? That's, yes. what, I was that's wondering. what I yeah. think yeah. it's gonna be. Or do I need to like load out of that into the next thing? Um, but that's no, really you interesting. You wouldn't that, load out. It, you shouldn't it happens have to. in the world. You're gonna be exploring the world and yeah. there's gonna be tons of options for stuff. Dude, they showed it on the map. They're, they're like, things will pop up. But, Public events have cooldown timers yeah, now. Yeah, but you get my point about how um, directed the ga- the campaign is. Like, look at the tower. Yeah. Meaning when you think about, like, going, t- it's very linear. Yeah. So I'm trying to imagine how they keep that level up. Um, but, yeah, I think they'll put you in the hallways and in certain things. You can pop out into the world. Well, the mode he was talking about was not during the campaign. It was during the exploration. Right. Like, right now, if we were in the Cosmodrome, and something was happening, it would direct us to it. this was a response to, I said, how long will the campaign missions be? The story. And they said, well, you're going to get these notifications, and you're going to be able to, like, go over here and Mm -hmm. be distracted. We don't think people are just going to do all the story and cutscenes at once. Right. And that's what I was trying to So the question you're saying is, do you need to potentially do some strike things in order to advance further in the campaign? No, no, no. Well, you had to in D1. Yeah, exactly. In other words, what I heard was, you can just power through everything if you want Mm -hmm. as a story. This this there's gonna be like a main probably right the starred missions are the yeah. main ones yeah but um they were just saying you're gonna get these notifications in the middle of it and i think it's probably both maybe you can stay in the world and as so you think- finish the strike or the mission you can pop out in your sparrow and go somewhere else think- in real time or you can load over to maybe a farther place is what i was thinking about think about yeah. destiny one there's a bunch of missions you actually don't have to do during the mm-hmm. main campaign but you would have to go to orbit then go back to that mission now yeah. now they just kind of happen they're like hey you can go investigate this either now or later that's what i'm wondering though is do i have to go through a load screen for that to happen no because so. it's happening in the same space yeah i think that would be awesome if yeah. that's how it yeah. works is what i'm saying and it, right? it seems like there's like also way markers and points mm-hmm. you can load up different places in the map they were saying as well yeah. too so rather than you know every time you drop into the cosmodrome you would drop in the same spot. You could pick different areas, it seems like, now to drop into. My, yeah, in my only question is, can I teleport there or do I need to walk there? Right. That's what I'm saying. So you in know. other words, if, I, yeah. if I'm on Venus and I just want to go to the Nexus today, mm-hmm. you got to go to orbit and load into it. Well, that's gone. The, the orbit, orbit part is. But yeah. my question is, do you still have to load into it? Does it Probably. have to up? You I don't know. Pro- I mean, I don't know yeah. how you would automatically teleport there. That'd be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we can actually talk about an update from Bungie about some of their infrastructure. Mm. So Bundy, Bungie wrote on their blog this week that they had uh, some details about dedicated servers. So here's what Matt, I'm calling him, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. Where was it? Just use the first Sugar? Letter. Sugar. I'm calling him Matt Sugar. Sounds like a nice guy. So he's the engineering lead on Destiny 2, and he talked a little bit about dedicated servers. So here's what Matt from Bungie had to say. We've seen a lot of people asking about how the networking model works for Destiny 2. Many are concerned by our announcement last week that Destiny 2 doesn't have dedicated servers. While that's useful shorthand, the full answer is more complex because Destiny has a unique networking model. Rest assured that we're doing a lot of testing right now with players all around the world and working hard to make sure that your experience is going smooth on launch day. So why no dedicated servers? He elaborates, every activity in Destiny 2 is hosted by one of our servers. That means you will never again suffer a host migration during your raid attempt or trials match. This differs from Destiny 1, where these hosting duties were performed by player consoles and only script and mission logic ran in the data center. To understand the foundation on which we're building, check out a Destiny 1 presentation from GDC. Using the terms from this talk, in Destiny 2, both the mission host and physics host will run in our data centers. So that's some really, really interesting stuff. In response to 
probably an interview by a couple guys on stage. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Who asked that yeah. question, I guess? Yeah. Epic subtweet. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're the only ones that asked. I just no. think we Everybody was asking about dedicated got the answer. It was a huge yeah. community ask. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, now I think everyone's saying the same thing. Like they said in their wait, it is a dedicated server because it's their yeah. server. Well, but, dedicated servers, as he says, refer to pure client-server networking models. Destiny 2 uses a hybrid of client-server and peer-to-peer -peer technology, just like Destiny 1. The server is authoritative over how the game progresses, and each player is authoritative over their own movement and abilities. This allows us to give players the feeling of immediacy in all their moving and shooting, no matter where they live and no matter where they choose to and who they choose right. to play with. And yes, yeah, so I think we're gonna, just gonna have to play it and hear more about it to know mm -hmm. really, you know, how does it work, does it work? I don't know if at E3 we would be able to experience that yet, but what I did hear from that, I think the key is the physics host. So that's where you get a lot of like, I punched this dude, shot I shot yeah. this thing, yeah. and like they're synced over on, like we're here in San Francisco and you're out in New York and the pings are different, yeah. and like that's happening in a different way for different people. And so it sounds to me like they're trying to sync more of that up in the physics host part of it. That's what I'm hearing. So maybe it will reduce some of those issues. Yeah. And Sean and I, we were, we I were talking know. about tick rate and all that stuff. And just from doing some research. What's tick rate? So tick rate is the essentially how many times a screen like refreshes packets almost per, you know, minute or whatever or per second. It's basically how fast your client is interfacing with the server. Right. Okay. And there's a lot of other ones like Overwatch and Halo. I think they're mostly at 60 and mm -hmm. then you're saying even Sean like the PC higher yeah, ones. Yeah, so like in Counter-Strike in Counter-Strike regular competitive 5v5 matchmaking is 64 tick rate and everyone yeah. says that's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone wants 128 because what will happen is you'll fire and in Counter-Strike it's really important because the difference between landing two shots and three shots is a kill or surviving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you have one shot that doesn't register mm -hmm. and it's because it's a tick rate related thing, when you know you landed it, it gets really, really frustrating. And I don't know how you found this out, but supposedly Destiny 1's tick rate is 10. As some, some people are saying between 10 and 15, so that's the reason you're trading a lot. Or you're behind a wall yeah, because and it's it, updating like mm -hmm. once every three, se three milliseconds. What's your source for that? Um, there's, there's two or three people on Reddit, um, and I can't remember. There was confirmed by a few places where, yeah, they were comparing all kinds of tick rates. Because even Overwatch is basically like, you know, hey, it used to be this, and now it's 60. And they, you know, that's been the main reason why people Yeah, love but it's basically like, have you ever died and then you know that you were behind a wall and yeah. then your orb on your screen Happens, is even behind that I wall. I get sniped all yeah. the time that's cause, after I've taken cover behind a wall. Like, I'm still alive and then yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. And yeah. That's what, I understand that's that. That's because your, the client, your client's actions aren't refreshing with the server fast yeah. enough in order to show that that information is accurate for the other player. So mm. yeah. on that player's screen, you you didn't make it behind the wall, yeah. but that's because the tick rate isn't high enough for both of those players' clients yeah, and the, the server. Yeah. Interesting. Back and forth, yeah. And you it's really weird because, yeah, Halo 5, I mean, it, they've done a really good job with Halo. It's the reason why people like playing Halo 5 with its accuracy online, right? Like yeah. Because it's, it's, it's dedicated servers as well, right? Yeah. And yeah, that's so. really important. Again, for multiplayer specifically. And that's why it's different with Destiny. Like, I didn't, aside from some lag issues and some, like, lag switching errors and stuff, I've never yeah. really had too but much of an issue with guys. it in yeah. Destiny. Mm -hmm. But I can totally understand how if Destiny plans to have a m very f multiplayer focused approach in Destiny mm -hmm. 2, that some of these things would need to be addressed. That's a good point. That's actually a really good segue into CJ's topic. Fran wanted oh, to say something go. first, though. I feel like we're still not addressing the answer, which is we're not investing in dedicated servers, though. But so I just want to at least react to that for a second. They're investigating a new technology. 
Um, I would have loved to have so dedica- dedicated servers. No, but specifically the word investing was the buzzword. For yeah, the that was the wrong right? word. Yeah. You know, because and, like, and that look, that's high pressure situation. Like, yeah. dude, they were fried. No, you for know, sure. I understand that. But all yeah. I'm saying is, like, I think people reacted to, wait, you just don't want to buy them, and mm-hmm. that you get it, but you don't want to buy them. Yeah. But then they Why didn't have pure, this. Are we trying to save money? Nope. We invested heavily in new server infrastructure for Destiny yes. 2, including using cloud servers for gameplay for the first time. We really believe this is the best model for all of Destiny 2's very cooperative and competitive experiences. Engineering will always involve trade-offs and cost-benefit analysis, but as a team, we've no, got no regrets about the unique technology we've built for Destiny 2. So right. they built tech for D2 yeah, so, sure, using PDP. And that's the reason it's really, Destiny 2 is a very specific model, is because you're not just you're not just individual players or groups of players connecting to a server to yeah. do one match. You're going from activity to activity, from world to world, mm-hmm. and all of these things are being controlled in different ways on Bungie's back, and so it requires a little bit more of a different model. I felt satisfied with the the explanation that was given in the Bungie Weekly yeah. update. How mm-hmm. do you guys feel like, like yes, That's of what course, I wanted to address. Like, of course, yeah. we would all love dedicated servers, but thinking about the technical challenges that they have, I'm like, you know what, I, I think... I can like lay off a little bit on this one. Yeah, and like that's all I want to say is like it is still a big question to be answered. I think there's an expectation of how great dedicated servers can be, mm-hmm. and that sort of tends to be the best way to do it. But great. their answer at least was <laughs> in the right direction. But I do think it's still it's very important. Like mm, we won't know it until we play it. And what exactly. I would say is I hope they are very open to still this conversation um, because if it's not what it could be from an investment level or whatever it is, then I really hope for a game that is looking as strong as it is, mm-hmm. that they're open to it. And even just talking about that process more, I think would really help all of us as a community to I'm, gl- I'm glad they're willing to talk about it in this yeah. update even. And yeah. like you said, we won't know until we actually get hands on yeah. and play it. My question was, when I heard no dedicated servers, I'm just like, it's going to be the same as what we thought. It's going to be right, the same. Yeah. And how is this game going to be played on a competitive level? It's coming to PC. We all thought, oh, we're going to see Destiny competing, Destiny players competing worldwide. And it's going to go crazy. Then we heard no private matches, no dedicated servers. I'm like, so well. That was the most interesting thing to me. Is the first thing I said to Doug. And I would go, with this game coming to PC, that immediately means dedicated servers, right? And he goes, yep, basically. And then mm-hmm. when I saw that was not confirmed, <laughs> nope. I yeah. look, I immediately slagged Doug and he turned around and he goes, what? Yeah. Because yeah. Like, that was kind so, of a yeah. big so surprise. So don't yeah. knock it till you try it. I agree, yeah. by the way. Yeah, and but. it was great that Mark and Luke were there to talk with us about those things. I think, yeah, that the investment word was just the wrong word. Like if he had a word and said, you know, well, we've actually invested in a different type of infrastructure based on yeah. what Destiny is because mm-hmm. it's not just PvP. There's like PvE, totally. there's a bunch mm-hmm. of AI, there's a bunch of new things that could be happening in the game that we don't know about yet. And it's not potentially maybe as easy as everybody thinks, like from just the PvP. It's not easy, I don't think. think. I haven't tried it. Well, no, I know, but that's what I I mean. But everybody comparing them to games are mostly games that are... Uh, you know, structured differently. Structured differently, yeah. right? Where it's like you have like a campaign, you have like this open shared world, yeah. you have like PvP. So what, one thing we do know is are some are some of the changes coming to PvP? And CJ, you've actually collected a bunch of notes, so that yeah. would be a good time to bring it up. Seeing it's we're a great segue the the show. now. Let's Thank let's you. chat about it. <laughs> PvP. So some sweeping. That's all changes. we have time for. Just kidding. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Um, no, some of the biggest changes, obviously, and I'll just go over uh, the big group, and then we can each talk about them. A four v four across all game modes. Yeah, that was a everybody's huge like. Surprise. Where's Rumble? 
It makes no sense. Trials. Probably. Yep. Yep. No, no, they confirmed that. They yeah. confirmed trials. So now this this basic question is, is there potentially you know, going to be more games down the line? So right now at launch, that's what they're confirming. So obviously it seems odd that there'd be no bigger teams than four. There'd be no individual Rumble matches. There's going to be no potential six, you know, V6 classic control, right? So they, yeah, so what do you feel about that, good or bad? Well, they did actually mention this alongside the networking comment, remember? So I don't know if that was like a focus, but they talked about having fewer players out there mm -hmm. would help. The networking, yeah. so that could be one reason why they're just trying to keep it totally consistent. Yeah. Um, but in general, like I think that's great. Like I love trials, and so I think that competitiveness that you're not always getting shot in the back of the head by somebody like who knows where. Like mm. reducing the amount of players sounds great to me, and they have increased the time to kill. I don't know if that's on your list, but yeah, I think yeah. Well, what I've played seems great so far, but it was the countdown mode. So, so we'll see how it translates. Mm -hmm. The one mode we played countdown was was pretty fun. I'm sad to hear that all modes are 4v4. Yeah. I, like, I don't want to play control 4v4. I really? like the way it was. It was 8v8, right? 6v6. Yeah. 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 I was about to I say, in some modes, I think 6v6 works better. Like, I can't really imagine Rift being good 4v4 or control well, being... Well, let's just... Rift. Yeah. Because you need... <laughs> yeah. Some people because, really like Let's it. say if control, if control, control. stays... If control stays the way it is in terms of size mm -hmm. and speed, uh, you kind of need two players to defend a push against each site. Mm -hmm. And if there's three sites, that means one will always ah. be undefended. Yeah, I just like course. being able to play big team battle and stuff but like so, that, and we just don't get that option now. It's a bummer. So that brings up a bunch of different questions. It's like maybe they can make the maps focus specifically for a bunch of different game types. They talked about do, that. If they, you know, they want to. From a map design standpoint. But mm -hmm. again... If you it know, was 4v4, v4, v4, that would be fun. But that, we're not going to get that. Halo 2 did that. I mean, yeah. so there's all these And it was awesome. And it was doubles. good. Yeah. So you yeah. think about those larger maps, the smaller maps. I mean, from a competitive standpoint, I think obviously a lot of the pros and the competitive people who are going to play Destiny are excited. From a casual standpoint, yeah, we all said, hey, will there be vehicles? Will there be big team maps? I'm actually really surprised that there isn't. Like that, I was not expecting them to come out of the gate and say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think 4v4 and... I think 4v4 is the sweet spot for any competitive mm -hmm. team based of course. Yeah, I arena agree mode. But kind of what I liked Destiny for was its variation. was like, it's not all like that, right? You have trials for the super hardcore. You mm. have control, which is a very active but team-based objective focus mode. A clash. Even Rift is like fun. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. Rift is your classic just Slayer, Team Slayer, mm -hmm. right? And even that's still 6v6 because it just feels more active. I worry that, again... If the map size has changed, this could address that very well, mm -hmm. right? But as the maps are pretty big as they are right now, and mm -hmm. with less players, it feels like maybe you'll spend a lot of time running around looking for people. P but that's PvP, like, just so people know, is going to feel very different. Yes. Because of that time oh, to yeah. kill thing Fran brought up, yeah. it does not it, play the same. You have to play more cautiously. The map, the one map we've seen was smaller. It was yeah. much more intense. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, but yeah, I, to really stress that point, they made a note about we are really thinking about designing around the game mode and the number of players in there. That was like the ideal. And like what I heard from that too though, I'm like, well, I don't know how you're gonna have trials and all this and not reuse maps. But I think what they're looking at is grouping certain map types into certain modes as mm -hmm. best they can. Yeah. Um, and so I know that they've even tried that with some of the rotations in Destiny. But uh, I, I feel good about that, meaning they know it's 4v4. They're not gonna pull the, uh, what's that called, first light? Um, yeah. yeah. They're not gonna Giant pull that massive. mistake. Whatever happened there, we'll never know. I guess it was an experiment, but man, that one didn't work out. I don't think we're going to encounter situations like that. But uh, absolutely, I'd love a 6v6 mode. But like that's where I go down this route of like, I mean, I want everything. Mm -hmm, but yeah. I like how 4v4 is sounding, 
uh, and especially as someone who plays a ton of trials, I like the intensity of it. And I actually, in sixes, I'm ta- I hate, there's so many nades getting shot in the back of the head all the time. And Destin, you can make jokes about how bad I am or whatever. That's not it. There's too much. Brand complaining about shoulder go. charges <laughs> no, that really is I'm like, shocked. Oh, yeah. Did you guys <laughs> ask about the radar? Yes. Uh, so there With was. It being slower or what? It being better. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> know if you asked about it. I, other people did online. I can't, again, I got to confirm sources. That's something. Because I've watched a number of videos where they said this, where. There's a bunch of people saying it, so I think it's fairly accurate that the radar Sources. is not as far as the current radar in Destiny uh, 1. So, But does it still work the same far, way? Yeah. Uh, it's similar, yes. It's divided yeah. into like quadrants. It's divided into quadrants, yeah. And yeah. as you get closer, but the range of it is a lot. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because I, mean, I know what you're I've saying I've been a very Halo. vocal critic yeah, you of, don't the, like how of far the radar. In many out. times, I would say it's not even that the radar doesn't help me it's like it often very actively works against me right like have you ever just been in pvp and you look at your radar and it's blinking like there's a red dot right on you Mm -hmm. so someone's literally right next to you you spin around yeah yeah yeah, and there's no one to be found (laughs) yeah and you're like and then you just get ran under you or yeah or you just get punched in the face and you're like okay that's cool or you you see uh on the edge of your radar a ping and you're like oh someone's in this direction and then you turn and they're literally like five feet in front of you and you're like oh my god like way <laughs> yeah. closer that whole point that whole middle section where they're not on the edge of their radar and it's not blinking in the middle that could be anywhere from like five feet yeah. to fifty feet yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's different now you're still going to encounter those problems by the way <sighs> the way it's designed but I think just do the halo radar <laughs> but I think it's a lot yeah. about the total distance yeah you're not picking up like where people are um, in vast distances I didn't feel that it's good yeah. I didn't really notice it till you said it and, actually. and talking to a couple pros they would still like to see where it's like if you're potentially walking or anything like that you're not on the radar yeah. if you Which sprint is how it is or jump then you, light up. then you should light up so I mean who knows and, and it's obviously not fine yeah, like so we're talking about just again in Halo if you're not moving or if you're crouch walking yeah. or even just walking very slowly you're not on the radar but as soon as you run jump uh Dive or shoot, you're on the radar. What about yeah. teabagging? Does that show up? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> give us a rapid fire. Uh, what what else you want to hit on, CJ? Yeah, last couple major ones. This one affects PvP as well as obviously the rest of the game is the gun system. So you pretty much have two primary yeah. weapons now, and you have a heavy, which, you know, having that translate mm-hmm. over to. And heavy sniper, rocket launcher, fusion rifles. Yes. Uh, Fusions power heavy too. Fusions yes. and heavy, yeah. Power weapons, they're calling them now. The odd thing is, and, and again, we saw some footage, or we got a chance to play, and I saw footage back where I don't know how many times I picked up a green box and thought it was sniper ammo. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> and I'm still empty <laughs> in my clip, and everybody's like, that, who's this dude playing? This guy sucks. And I'm like, <laughs> I thought I picked up a that's sniper. hard to like train <laughs> your brain. Really you got to get a purple to use your sniper. And Change you gotta, the color, spongy. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I just like quickly double tapped or tapped to get to the the sniper or whatever. I'm like, oh, I gotta hold it now. Like, yep. it's just really put on colorblind mode, and all the colors will be different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fun, is it? Oh my god! So that that's gonna change. They said uh, even elemental damage I like it. now. Yeah, it's it's good overall. I think yeah, when you have a super like supers in general are mostly roaming supers now. So now fist of havoc is fists of havoc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can you know you can't panic slam. And yeah. uh, miss anymore on the first one. You can slam and then run around and slam again. Um, really? I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of. You like, can set your striker changes. titans so that he has Whoa. shoulder charge with slam. Yeah. And like you have the a shoulder charge ability. that the the hammer titan has right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are yeah. Bunch it's, of it was so fun yeah. to play with that. That sounds film. cool. Yeah. yeah it's really so I'm cool. like, do, 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 slam, yeah. <laughs> you know. But how you play the game and when you now pick up power weapons, if you actually watch the kill notification uh, you know, area on the left where it says you've killed so-and-so, when you pick up a power weapon, I'm saying that because it's not heavy anymore. It's broadcasted. It, it's broadcasted there. Yeah. So it says video oh, guy wow. I like picked up rocket launcher at area this. And it oh, actually wow. it tells, tells you where So you're you like, come get some. Yeah, what weapon you had, <laughs> if you had a sniper fusion. So there's a lot more information that you have to process how to be tactical in the game so that's really good anything else you want to hit on uh yeah last biggest thing is obviously yeah the abilities having a hunter and having shade step like i think i actually forgot it uh oh a few god times. like have golden, so gun. golden gun sorry yeah. yes yeah. Uh, as that uh you know ability the other thing that's odd that i kind of don't really like is that at least for the hunter warlocks and titan have like you know titans have the barrier warlocks have the regen pool which is mm -hmm. really neat yep. the hunter awesome. just kind of has like shade step and it reloads my weapon that doesn't help my teammates. well that's one subclass we've right. we were only able to try Wait, one subclass what's the across the board. i didn't uh, on the arc, it's the shield that comes up, the mm -hmm. big shield wall. More oh, yeah. right, You go right. pop, and it's like this white shield yeah. that protects but that you. that benefits, like, everybody. Mm -hmm. As a hunter, it's like, oh, I'm getting shot. Whoosh, shade step. Oh, that didn't affect right. you. Didn't affect mm -hmm. you. And now I'm Again, dead. One, that's only <laughs> yeah, one subclass ability that we've seen. But it yes. allows you to get farther out there and lead the pack, right? Potentially. Or yes. sneak around, which is kind of like a hunter thing. Um, yeah. He's just saying he hopes there's yeah. a group beneficial ability I, on one of the Other subclasses. Subclass, I think yes. you probably would see I that, hope there's a selfish jerk subclass option for the titan <laughs> and warlock so that i can be a selfish jerk more yeah. so than there already is yeah. smash yeah. knee everything yeah but titan's yeah no i mean OP. it's gonna be really interesting having those yeah like regenning or increasing attack power like the warlock can do both of those mm -hmm. and just like having a little i mean it is a little more overwatchy in that aspect where there's a it's not a ton of those powers but it's just enough to kind of mix it up where it's like you know around come around me yeah. and get some defense before yeah. you head out could be very interesting to see how people dive that, into those. That could also be game breaking in some aspects, but yeah. it's too early to say. That regen pool is a huge advantage. Yeah. Like it really, really helps you out. Yeah. So yeah. Th those are the main ones. I think the only other details about it, um, stuff like when you're being revived, if you take damage, the wheel resets. That's something. That? That's something we noticed in trials this weekend. Now, when you get tagged with a grenade, oh, it, se yeah. it seemed like I can't confirm this, but it yeah. seemed like because it happened three or four or five times. Yeah. When we were playing trials. I'm doing a revive. I get tagged with a grenade. Revive stops. Yeah. And in Destiny 2, that's actually a mechanic they're implementing yes. where they want you to finish the encounter and then get the revive. Oh, right. so you can well, stop revive yeah. with a grenade? No, or you in general damage. taking damage. Yeah. Oh, wow. So if you're trying Which to res somebody, the you way can't it res always should have been no. because there were wow. times when, like in trials, you'd get a pick, right? And yeah. then when you get a pick, you push onto that orb so that they can't quick revive them. But yeah. even then, if they were fast or they had an overshield, they could just run by the yeah. orb and yeah. quick yeah. rise them as they're taking the damage and yeah. get it. Like, then you yeah. both have overshield. And yeah. I think but I like that. Gameplay slowed down so much with even just that one yeah. little thing. And already the time to kill's increased. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Multiplayer is you need to play careful and you need to Very be mindful tactical. about your tactics. Yeah. yeah, 100%. That was the biggest one. The only other one, same thing, is heavier power know, power when yeah. you pick it up i think it's the same thing the, the wheel resets if you're taking damage mm -hmm. so they're trying to make sure that every time you are in an area where you're picking up a power weapon or a teammate mm -hmm. uh, and revive token at least in this countdown mode you cannot unlimitedly revive everybody mm -hmm. so you can revive somebody once if you die you lose the token so it, so it's one of those things they're very much encouraging you to die less yep. <laughs> and potentially how you use that token, say if your best player on your team is dead, 
there's a noob on your team, who are you reviving? Yeah. You're, you're going to make sure <laughs> yeah. to, to play a little bit more strategically. Mm-hmm. Um, last big one is the fact that do we know if the the power weapons when you kill somebody drops? That was a good question. And I don't know. You know how when you, question? Have, mm-hmm. you, know the how when you have the ammo, like the sword guy, if he if you kill a sword guy, like he usually drops a little brick, right? Mm-hmm. Like on his person. I hope that that happens. Because in Halo 2, the biggest issue was when you saw somebody pick up a sniper weapon, you're like, oh, I'm going to kill them. That weapon's going to drop. Mm-hmm. I can get mm-hmm. that. Now it's like if you kill the person who's got the power weapon and there's no additional way for you to get that ammo, yeah. it sucks that you're just going to be waiting there for another like 60 seconds, 90 seconds to get it. Like I still don't understand their wanting to eliminate mm-hmm. all Yeah, like why can't you weapons? hunt someone down for the remaining ammo? Yeah. That's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, so exactly. just drops in general. We didn't see engrams. We didn't get no. armor rewards at the end of matches. We weren't yeah. able to inspect our gear. There's a ton of questions left on the table about Destiny 2. Yeah. Thank you, CJ, for your PvP notes. Yeah, we those actually are some need of to wrap ones. it up for the day. Uh, there's a ton more to cover, and we're going to be back next week, Friday, with another Fireteam chat right here at IGN. We're in full E3 planning mode, so expect a lot there. Obviously, IGN.com is going to be a pl- the place to be for all of your E3 needs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you listen to the audio version, please leave us a review as it helps us grow. And anything else we should hit on, Fran? I would just really reinforce that E3 is coming. It kicks yeah. off uh, June 10th around 11 a.m. on IGN Live, and we are on like every platform possible out there. But just check Xbox, out IGN. for your iPhone. Yeah. Check out IGN.com slash E3 for that info. But um, we have a live show that's running from Saturday all the way through Thursday, and it's just going to be action-packed, and I'm sure there will be some Destiny 2 I hope so. There, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there will be. Yeah. So, and a special, special thank you for all the creators uh, who were involved in helping oh, yeah. us make a video. Oh, actually, yeah. That, did last that was really time. fun. Yeah, it was a really good video. And, yeah, just, and it was good to see everybody. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. That, that piece is on Fireteam Chat right now. Yes. Right? So be yeah. sure to check out YouTube.com slash Fireteam Chat or on IGN under our show page for Fireteam Chat. But a really cool community piece where they all reacted. What, what I really liked about that piece, which CJ edited and produced, it was awesome. Thanks, um, man. You got to hear like about their favorite powers and stuff mm-hmm. that they're into, and we you get to see all that. It's a really mm-hmm. nice piece, so be sure to check it out. And Sean, thank you for producing the pre and post show. Yeah, absolutely. It was a pleasure. A lot of fun. Definitely. All right. That's all we have time for today. Thank you, Guardians, for joining us. And until next time, Guardians Guardians out. out.